Welcome to Beside the Burn for Thursday the 14th of September. This is our daily devotional podcast uh, from Burnside Presbyterian Church and I want to thank you for joining with us today. Monday to Wednesday each week we're looking in a little bit more depth at what we've been discussing on Sunday in church and then on a Thursday we take a slightly different approach. We're going to be uh, answering some of your questions and some of the um, thoughts that uh, crop up in the Bible just uh, on a one-off topic on a Thursday uh, and hopefully giving a little bit of insight and um, hopefully if somebody has been asking these questions and maybe uh, others of you have been asking them too and you'll find them helpful. Now today's a strange little one that I've been asked in a way because it's not necessarily a biblical question but it does tie in very much with the Bible and it ties in specifically with the Apostles' Creed. So I'm going to begin by reading the Apostles' Creed And um, what we're going to be looking at, the question that I've been asked is, uh, did Jesus descend into hell? We know that uh, if you know your Apostles' Creed, then you will know that it says that Jesus descended into hell. But yet this seems to be something that we maybe Uh, query a little bit that we're a little bit concerned about would Jesus Christ the perfect sinless son of God really descend into hell could the perfect son of God descend into hell what is going on here so we're going to read the apostles creed together and then I'm going to share uh, some thoughts on this and uh, hopefully it will make it clear to you So the Apostles' Creed, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. Then here we have the, the bit in question. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. So it's that little phrase, he descended into hell. Now interestingly, if you go to the Church of England and you look for the Apostles' Creed, what you will discover is that they have changed the wording ever so slightly. He descended to the dead. So instead of the word hell, we have the word dead in their version of the Apostles' Creed. And that makes more sense to us, in a way. But is there any um, reason as to why it says hell and not dead? Is there any reason for changing it to the word dead? Because we know that Jesus died. The, The living Son of God died on the cross and then rose again on the third day. So 
this seems to make more sense. So what do we have? Well, I want to share with you uh, some translations um, of a particular verse. It is Psalm 16 and verse 10. And this verse is translated in many different versions in a slightly different way. Here's the English Standard Version of uh, the Bible and translation of it. And you will see uh, this first line, For you will not abandon my soul to Sheol. And Sheol is a literal translation of the Hebrew here. And the psalmist is declaring that God has assigned him his portion, that he has a delightful inheritance, and he is praising God because whenever he goes to Sheol, he will not be abandoned. Now, the ESV gets round the controversy by using, as it were, the, the Hebrew word for uh, whatever is being talked about here. But as we're going to look at some other translations of this verse, you will see that Sheol is sometimes translated as hell. Sometimes it is translated as dead. Sometimes it's um, translated as grave. And you can see that this word hell used in the Apostles' Creed is really this word sheol um, that we find here. So let's go to another verse. Let's go to our NIV. And you'll know from what I've said in the past that there are a couple of versions of the NIV. In our pew Bibles in church, we have the NIV 1984, which was the original translation of the NIV. Then later on, the NIV has been updated and scholars have gone and they've looked at some of the verses that perhaps caused problems. They've looked at them in a bit more depth and as language changes and emphasis changes, they, they've updated it. So in the original NIV, they translate that word Sheol as the grave. And then if we move on to the latest version of the NIV, they have translated it as the word dead. So there's three different translations, Sheol, Grave, Dead. If we go to the King James Version, which many of you will be familiar with, we see that the word is translated hell. And there were really two words that um, were translated as hell. There was Gehenna and there was Sheol. Sheol um, is the realm of the dead, but Gehenna is specifically what we today would think of as hell, as the place of eternal punishment. So what we've got to remember here, that this word in this verse is simply talking about the dead, that descending to the dead. It's not talking about eternal punishment in hell. But you can see that when the King James Version was translated, that hell was very much the idea that was put from this verse uh, and was put from that word. And you can see how things have changed. Now, this is in no way watering down what hell is about. We read in God's word that hell is a place of eternal 
punishment for those who have rejected Jesus Christ and have not accepted his um, salvation. So what we're finding then in the Apostles' Creed is that Jesus descended not to Gehenna, the place of eternal punishment, but he descended to Sheol, the realm of the dead. And he descended there until he rose again on the third day. So did Jesus descend to hell? Probably better understood as saying he descended to the dead, he descended to the grave. And in that way we realise that Jesus is the perfect Son of God the one who has no sin, the only one who has ever lived who definitely does not deserve the punishment of hell and who has gone to the cross and has died himself so that we need not have that punishment, which we do deserve, but we are able to escape because of him. I hope that gives you a little bit of insight and helps you understand that a little today. We're now going to pray, and uh, we're going to pray uh, again following Let's Pray. We're asked to pray for an event that's coming up at the weekend about welcoming the stranger run by our Presbyterian Church. And also we're asked to pray for the mission in Ireland personnel. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you today for our Saviour Jesus. We've been thinking all week about him as our great High Priest, And today we're thinking about his sacrifice on the cross and how the living Son of God died. It is incredible, Lord, whenever we think that our Lord God Almighty would die on a cross for our sins, that he descended to the grave, he descended to the dead. And Lord, we praise you for that because it means that we do not have to descend to hell, that we are forgiven our sins and we do not have to face that punishment. So Lord, we praise you and we thank you and we pray for your church today. We pray for this event happening on Saturday, uh, welcoming the stranger. And we pray that as congregations, we might be able to reach out and to welcome strangers into our midst. We pray for the mission in Ireland personnel and the activities within PCI congregations that are are happening. And we ask, Lord, that as a church, as we reach out, that more would come to know you as Lord and Saviour. For we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen.